Y'all need to wake up. <laughs> you need to wake up a little bit. That's a funny way to start a video, but come on. It's uh, there's a guy here who I'm not gonna call him a league winner. I'd be slapping myself in the face after saying these unexciting veterans can't be league winners, although this guy might be in the best offense in football from a fantasy perspective. But I'll say he slept on. So wake the fuck up. How y'all doing, ladies, gentlemen, fellas, fellas, fellas? I appreciate you being here. We're talking fantasy football 20. We're having fun today. I'm wearing a striped shirt with different colors. We're having fun today. This man's being slept on. This man was definitely going to be in the best offense in football last year until his quarterback went down after a couple of games. He's being slept on. Yeah, what position does he play? I'll tell you right now. He's a wide receiver. He's a pretty damn good wide receiver, too. Back in 2019, he outproduced. He was the best wide receiver on his actual team from an accounting number standpoint. And he outproduced a guy who's a borderline top 10 wide receiver, if not higher than that, especially when it comes to route running in Amari Cooper. So now we're actually, uh, you know, letting you know who it is without saying it. And this man's name is Michael Gallup. And he's being slept on. He's sleeping on Michael Gallup. You're sleeping on Mr. Michael Gallup, ladies and gentlemen. You see, why are you sleeping on this man is the question. What does that mean? Well, it means that you're not giving him enough credit. He's currently my wide receiver 33, and that probably only goes up as the season goes on. And this is around where he was ranked last year, right? He has that big 2019. He's going off the board now as wide receiver 39. He's going off the board about a round or two later than where I feel comfortable taking him. They don't have to reach because we get the value there. But he had that big 2019. He outproduced Amari Cooper that year. Do we do we not remember the big 2019? I get it. I get it. I get it. Look, 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 look. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know CeeDee Lamb is now there. But there's a lot for the taking here in this offense. And we can reference last year, both with and without Dak. We can reference what he did in 2019 to show you that this player has already broken out in the NFL. And just we can reference what the opportunity share is going to be, the target share, the volume, the overall targets and attempts of 600 plus for Dak Prescott this year and how it's going to break down. So in 2019, he played those 14 games. He played 88% of the snaps and he went off for over 1,100 yards and six touchdowns on 112 targets. That was eight per game. And then heading into the next year, he was picked pretty often right around wide receiver 30, wide receiver 32. So what did he do last year? He had six or two years ago, six touchdowns that breakout year, 1,100 yards in 14 games on 112 targets. That's with Dak Prescott the entire season. He outproduced Amari Cooper down the stretch and basically went mano y mano with him all season long. That's pretty damn good. So what happened last year? Why are people now selecting him a round or two later? It's mainly C.D. Lamb. I get that. But he was on pace to do the exact same thing. The overall pie got bigger. The defense still stinks, right? They ended up throwing just as much last year, really the whole season long because of that defense, but especially with Dak Prescott being in shootouts, playing from behind. And although I don't want to say, oh, they're going to be on pace to be the league's best offense yet again, I mean, the offensive line is coming back healthier, so the running game can take a step up. We like Zeke this year. But these guys aren't being drafted appropriate right now. A wide receiver three on potentially the league's definitely top five best offense, potentially best offense, should not be taken as a wide receiver four. He should not be taken outside the top 35, outside borderline the top 40. This guy has a real chance to be a top 20. Like the number one offense, number one passing offense is going to have two top 24 wide receivers. And that's why CeeDee Lamb and Amari are being taken there. But they're also going to have another guy who's going to come close to a thousand yards and Michael Gallup if healthy. And that should put him as easily a wide receiver three, aka inside the top 36. Let's just look at what he did last year. I mean, last year alone, he started off slow last year. He started off slow with Dak Prescott. He started off last year, if you look at the game splits, averaging 11.5 points per game with Dak Prescott. But if you remember, he had that big game against Seattle. Against Seattle last year, he went for six catches, a touchdown, 138 yards, and he scored 26 fantasy points that week. Now, Dak Prescott played in three other games fully, and he got hurt week five against New York. So in those three other games fully, Michael Gallup only scored 22 total fantasy points. He was struggling, but he was still playing 100%, 93%, 91% of the snaps. He was still seeing five targets in each of those three games, exactly five targets. So 
it was fine. It just wasn't all coming together in those games like it did against Seattle. So I think he was going to play better than what he did. And he did that without Dak Prescott. So he started to play after those first four or five weeks, actually better than he did in the first couple of weeks. And that was with shitty quarterback play, Ben DiNucci, Andy Dalton in there. What was he on pace for, let's say, with Dak Prescott? Well, if you take those first four and a half to five games, the games that Dak started, he was on pace for over 1,100 yards. Oh, you mean like 2019 where he had 1,106 yards? Oh, okay. All right. He saw last year, we don't even have to pace it out and say if, 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 what if, if. He saw last year 106 targets. So 106 targets with primarily backup quarterback play, and he had 112 targets the year before. It's going to take a drop with CeeDee Lamb. It did take a drop, but not all that much. Like You're going to get a 100-target season out of Michael Gallup. They're going to throw 600 times in this offensive healthy. So if Michael Gallup can at least control a 17% target share, which last year he was able to do in this offense, seeing 6.6 .6 targets per game and having a 17.5% target share, oh yeah, over 17% of the red zone, that's what gets him what he had. And the nice thing about Gallup is, you don't even need all those targets. Give me 85, 90 targets, and I, I don't feel as great when I'm drafting him, but I don't feel dead in the water because with those bad quarterbacks last year, he averaged over 14.2 yards per reception. That was borderline top 25 in the NFL. The year before that, it was higher. Dak Prescott is a better deep ball thrower than Andy Dalton, who ranked 29th in deep ball percentage out of 32 NFL teams. He ranked 29th out of quarterbacks last year. Dak Prescott is going to be far better than that so the big plays start to open up more the five touchdowns maybe it stays five maybe it goes to six or seven but when he's having receptions in the season of 60 last year if it's 60 and it's at 14 yards per reception last year and Dak Prescott can take that for you to 15 to 15 and a half to maybe even 16 yards per reception for Michael Gallup the role he'll play in this offense he doesn't need the volume that CeeDee Lamb out of the slot is going to get so when you tell me oh but he's not going to catch 100 balls he's not going to catch 80 balls that's fine if he catches 60 balls at 16.1 yards per reception he's going to have a thousand yard season he's going to find his way into some touchdowns he's going to have these big games he's being drafted as if he's just not he's being drafted right now outside a wide receiver three range and it's just it's inappropriate and here's the other thing about him he's on the field I mean, we want guys on the field. We don't, we don't want to be looking for these guys as our wide receiver fours. He's going to be a wide receiver four on somebody's fantasy teams, and that's fantastic. If he's your wide receiver three, I feel fine with it because he's going to be on the field. If you have a wide receiver three or four that you're hoping sees the field, a rookie that you're hoping takes the next step, Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, you're hoping second-year players take the next step, Stenzel Mims, second-year player, right? You don't have to hope for that. He was last year 14th in the NFL with 91% of the snaps. He ran the second most routes in the end, number two in the entire NFL. Second most routes at 39.3 routes run per game. Heavily involved. That's going to lead in this offense, in this division, with the defenses they're going to play, a lot of points. And he was number 30 as a wide receiver three in his team, already behind the CeeDee Lamb rookie big season, already behind Amari Cooper, who's only getting older right now. He was number 30 in targets as a wide receiver three in his team with 6.6 .6 per game. Heavily, heavily, heavily involved in this Dallas offense. Don't be sleeping on Michael Gallup, please. Wake the fuck up. I appreciate you tuning into this video. We have a 2021 fantasy football draft guide. Not just sleepers, but every single rankings I got, these projections, these top 200s, these tiers, all these things to help you with your draft. Key stats, player profiles, check it all out down below. Limited time offer only for free, thanks to our partners at Price Picks. You can check out how to do that down below. Before you go, check out. And before you go, if you can like and subscribe, a playlist is going to be popping up around me with that subscribe button to see more that we have on this channel. Go get yourself some Michael Gallup. See you on the next one.